Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about issues of the day from a biblical perspective, as well as highlights from interviews, conferences, and events. Here's Monty Larrick. Thanks for making Illinois Family Spotlight part of your day. When you do a web search, it's very clear that today's propaganda media is doing its best to silence Dr. Simone Gold and the organization she founded, America's Frontline Doctors. But Dr. Gold and AFD are refusing to be silenced. Dr. Gold is a best-selling author and is among the top leaders in the fight against medical cancel culture. She spoke recently during a special forum sponsored by the Illinois Family Institute and hosted by Jubilee Bible Church, Medina, Illinois. Dr. Simone Gold, Medical Freedom versus Medical Tyranny. This will not be a theoretical discussion. This is practical advice. The first tool is you must increase your understanding of what is happening. The second tool is how to effectively use your limited time and money. Because if you are not careful in deciding what to spend your time and money on, we will lose. They have more time and money than we do. We must be careful and precise with how we spend ours. All battles are not equal. By the way, they don't just have more time and money, they use the government's money, they use the taxpayers' money to fund their objectives. So we must be smarter than that. Now, although America declared our emancipation on July 4th, 1776, some of the most important battles of independence were fought after 76. The final battle that forced England to come to the negotiating table was actually five years later, the Battle of Yorktown. That is where we are. We are not yet at our final battle. We are approximately in the Battle of Saratoga, which took place one year after 76, 1777. But that was the turning point of the Revolutionary War. In other words, it's not an instant moment. It's not like 1776, we get our independence. So keep that in mind, these things take time. We have been so blessed for so long with our easy American lives that we have forgotten that freedom isn't free. In talking about mandated shots, you must recognize the tyranny itself and not confuse these past two years with being a medical issue. Medical tyranny was simply the fastest way to control the population, faster than religious tyranny or economic tyranny. We actually have won that specific battle, which was not to allow shot mandates to become the law of the land. America's frontline doctors had a big part in ensuring this victory. We filed very strong lawsuits to slow the speeding train wreck of rolling out an experimental shot in the middle of a pandemic. Our goal was to slow it because the lack of safety and efficacy was going to reveal itself. But we also tried to have judges rule on the side of the Constitution in favor of bodily integrity, human autonomy, and inalienable rights. We were only modestly successful so far. In addition, we collectively are weaker for the fight. Americans have shown a willingness to comply with not just abject stupidity, but with gross violations of their constitutional rights. Prior to 2020, no one would have bet that Americans would have sold their birthright more cheaply than Asa sold his. Now both sides know that many of our compatriots will not fight for their own rights, let alone fight for yours. Did you see the headline from the CDC advising us to treat COVID-19 like the flu? I say that's too little, 27 months too late. Yeah. What we have lived through the past two years should have been handled as normal daily life. I could have managed this in the ER. I've managed many similar situations to this. 
The only silver lining of the past two years is that the other side has revealed themselves. Remember this, the people who forced you to cover your face and submit your body to experimental shots, these people are just getting warmed up. These people have a false and ungodly belief that is rapidly becoming the law of the land, meaning the whole world. They believe that they have the right to control other people's bodies when they feel threatened. That's an incredibly low threshold. It means people believe that their feelings trump your inalienable rights. Throughout all modern history, at least since the founding of our nation, there has never been a situation where the American government was empowered to steal your job, your school, your social life, your worshiping, your children, your custody. It's clear in retrospect that blaming a respiratory virus was only a pretext for Marxist thievery. As sure as I was standing before you nearly two years ago on the Supreme Court steps, telling you lockdowns and masks don't work, telling you that early treatment does work, is as sure as I am telling you now that the next threat will also be through a quote-unquote public safety issue. And I'm going to tell you exactly how the next threat is going to look. First, there will be some type of event that is characterized as affecting the public health. Second, this event will be called an emergency. And third, the emergency will empower bureaucrats to police us. And this chain of events will appear to be initiated by the World Health Organization, which is now controlled by China. Let me give you some background. The reason China now controls the World Health Organization is because the WHO heavily criticized China for unleashing the original SARS on the world in 2003. China did not like being publicly humiliated. They made it a national objective to be able to control WHO in the future. They selected the head of the WHO, who is a dedicated Marxist, a former member of a left-wing ethnic paramilitary organization now banned by his home nation of Ethiopia as being a terrorist organization. In turn, General Director Tedros publicly praised China for its containment methods. In March 2020, he said, quote, that China set a new standard for outbreak control. So when I heard that, I thought to myself, was he crediting them with unleashing a virus on the world, or was he crediting them for containing humans in their houses by welding the apartment building shut? Which was the praise intended for? It's hard to know. More recently, April 22, he said that the attention on Russia and Ukraine is because the world overvalues white lives. That's who's in charge of the who. Now, why am I talking about this? We have a problem coming to pass. In January, the Biden administration empowered the who to interfere with sovereign nations, that's us, suspected of having a possible health emergency or concern. The Biden administration literally removed the power of the sovereign nation to determine its own interests. These amendments empower the WHO's director general to declare health emergencies in any nation and to do so unilaterally and against the opposition of the target nation. The WHO can declare an emergency even if we don't. The WHO can say, United States of America has a public health emergency that we have to all activate. Biden submitted these amendments to the WHO. And by the way, as bad as you think this is, I bet you're still naively thinking that the World Health Organization actually concerns itself with health, such as viruses. That's very 20th century. <laughs> the WHO defines its area of concern as 
any illness or medical condition that could present significant harm to humans. Certainly it includes things like war and peace, child development, education, critical race theory, and psychological health. The preamble to the WHO has nine clauses. The first is, quote, health is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, not merely the absence of disease several more preambles, and it ends with governments have a responsibility for the health of their peoples, which can be fulfilled only by the provision of adequate health and social measures. That's very, very broad language, basically everything. The WHO defines everything as belonging to the public health. And given that the new amendments mean that the sovereign nation does not even have to agree, the WHO has unlimited powers to do this again. The next go-round, not even the President of the United States gets to decide about the United States. This is the international backdrop that freedom-loving Americans can no longer ignore. History has already taught us how this public health story ends. Just Google the French Revolution, the Committee on Public Safety, and the Reign of Terror. We know exactly how this is going to end. President Ronald Reagan said in 1961, long before he was president, quote, one of the traditional methods of imposing statism or socialism on a people has been by way of medicine. It's very easy to disguise a medical program as a humanitarian project. That was 1961. This is not new. This is exactly what has been happening here at home. I personally have been witnessing the socialist hijacking of our healthcare system for the past 30 years. In addition to the healthcare socialism, which we doctors have already implemented on 20% of our economy, what you don't know is that American doctors have been actively propagandized to for years. I didn't put it together until recently, but we were specifically taught to disarm our patients of their guns. This is in our, our journals and our continuing medical education to believe and to teach critical race theory, and to favor the state over the family when children are involved. The number of families who have had custody of their children threatened because a random doctor was empowered by the state with virtually no oversight of his or her accuracy is bone chilling. I have personal experience with this, where a child would come in and they had a fracture that made sense, but the nurse would say to me, oh, do I think that this was child abuse? Like they didn't even know what they were seeing, right? And if the nurse reported it or the doctor reported it, it was like a fait accompli, the family's now on the defensive. This was routine. You can go to AFLDS.org, AmericasFrontlineDoctors.org, to read about, for example, baby Cyrus. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of these cases each year. This is what we doctors have been participating in. And it got even more of these cases now because there are vaccine issues. It's quite serious, the propagandizing of physicians. More recently, doctors' free speech was canceled. I'm the perfect example of that and doctors were prohibited from giving you basic medical facts about COVID-19, which was that obesity was the biggest risk factor. By the way, it's offensive that we were literally not allowed to tell you it's obesity and diabetes. It was like considered fat shaming. It disappeared from the journals. And I ask you, even if you're obese, don't you want your doctor to tell you that that's the problem if you're scared of COVID? Because it turns out if you lowered your sugar right like around the time people were getting sick or you yourself got sick, it was a critical factor in how you did. We weren't even allowed to talk about it. Right now, California is trying to literally make doctors' free speech illegal as a matter of law. 
there's a bill in California House, Bill 2098, to cancel doctors' ability to talk freely. It's literally going to pass the House, and then it's going to be up to the California Senate. I have no idea as a lawyer how this can even be a thing, because it's so flagrantly against the First Amendment. They're dragging me into that, but they're dragging lots of other doctors as well. There's about 8,000 doctors that they put on this list before the lockdowns that had to do with vaccine exemptions, and these bureaucrats were going in and saying that they couldn't do this, which I don't even understand how a bureaucrat gets to say, overrule a doctor's evaluation of a patient. You know, there were cases where like a, a patient had had a prior vaccine reaction, so the doctor would write a medical exemption, they can't get another vaccine, or the patient's brother had had a bad reaction. I mean, like, serious reactions. And then Governor Newsom just canceled it and said, those vaccine exemptions are canceled, you have to go to a new doctor. Those 8,000 doctors are being put under the microscope, and the new doctor, if they prescribe, I, th I think it was more than five vaccine exemptions, they were like in trouble. So basically they do no exemptions, right? That's actually where we are in California. Dr. Simone Gold with America's Frontline Doctors during an IFI-sponsored forum hosted by Jubilee Bible Church, Medina, Illinois. More from her presentation after this. Hail and well met. I'm Alyssa. I'm Eliana. I'm Kenna. And I'm Jenna. We are four females who, by discussing and dismantling subjects prevalent in the Western culture, want to make truth self-evident once again. We want to make current cultural events and worldview issues relatable to our peers and point all those listening to the gospel and what the Bible says. We are available on any platform you find a podcast. So please leave us a review, follow us on all the social medias, and please give us a listen. Self-evident, dedicated to speaking truths that were once self-evident and doing so in love. It's an evening you don't want to miss. The Illinois Family Institute's Faith, Family, and Freedom Banquet with actors and filmmakers Sam and Kevin Sorbo. Join them Friday night, October 28th at the Carlisle in Lombard. Register at IllinoisFamily.org. People are standing up and saying enough is enough. I'll just say that people are looking for truth. The Sorbos are outspoken Christian conservatives in liberal Hollywood. They're known for the Hercules TV series and the documentary film Leaders for Life. You need bravery. But you I'm need still learning. I'm still learning how to be bold, right? Sure, we all are. But we all need to learn how to be bold. Kevin and Sam Sorbo and the IFI Faith, Family, and Freedom Banquet, Friday night, October 28th. Register at IllinoisFamily.org or call 708-781-9328, IllinoisFamily.org. And this bill, affirming, means rejecting. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with The Point. A new California bill would require that youth receive so-called gender affirmation care, even if it means taking custody away from their parents. SB 107, if passed, would, according to the California Family Council, empower California courts to take temporary emergency jurisdiction of children if they come to California for trans drug surgery or mental health care. This doesn't just apply to parents and kids from California, but to those who make it to California from anywhere else in the country. One attorney put it this way, SB 107 could be the most brazen assault on fundamental parent rights in the history of the state. 
the bill is a culmination of destructive and backwards ideas, that gender affirmation means rejecting the body, that removing healthy organs is the way to treat gender dysphoria, that trans kids are expressing an innate identity instead of a temporary experience, and that parents who question invasive procedures deserve to have their kids taken away from them. Ideas have consequences. If this bill becomes law, there will be many victims of these bad ideas. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. Thanks for joining Illinois Family Spotlight. For this edition, we're featuring comments made by Dr. Simone Gold during a special forum sponsored by the Illinois Family Institute and hosted by Jubilee Bible Church, Medina, Illinois. During this segment from her presentation, Dr. Gold outlines the war on healthy masculinity. She makes the case for ethical doctors and for churches to make God preeminent in their teaching. Because our government has handed over our sovereign power to the who, because our own physicians have been complicit, because many Americans have shown a willingness to comply with not just abject stupidity, but gross violations of their constitutional rights, many ways we're weaker. But at least we are now awake. America has been known throughout our history as the sleeping giant. We are fearsome when finally roused, right? Yes. Just when you thought you were going to get depressed by everything I was going to say, think of how long it took us to get involved in World War II. We have kind of a long history of being slow. (laughs) So, now, people become awakened when they learn the truth. Tyrants need to convince people that they need an overlord, but to do that, they need propaganda, they try to get you to rely on experts, and that they do a lot of censorship. But as Thomas Jefferson observed, a nation cannot be both ignorant and free. The enemy of the communists, the Marxists, the fascists, is an informed populace. So it is my job to show you what is happening and what you can do about it. There is a way forward. First, AFLDS keeps you informed. We have a news division, including Frontline Flash, which is 120 seconds or less of daily like news, which is really kind of cool, uh, hosted by John Strand, actually, and Dr. Pierre. We have a legal division where we brought many, many lawsuits over the last year. We started in May last year. We have a creative division with Doc Tracy, more on that. The actual factual, we have Frontline Films, and we have our Citizen Corps. I just have to pause for a second. I don't do this for me. I do this for the nation that I love. It's not up to me. It's up to you. It's why I go around the nation speaking publicly. We have so much information. There's no excuse for everybody in this audience not to become an ambassador for the truth. All the tools you need are there. Any format you want to receive them, you want to watch a 120-second video every day, you go, I think our news is actually best in business. I think it's the best news that there is. It is not comprehensive news. We don't cover everything. We're still very new. But the Frontline News Division is extraordinary. You're going to find amazing information there. So, so use it. It's all free. Okay? Please avail yourself of it. Put it on your you know, book market, however you do it. Great. One of the most important things I can do, in addition to giving you tools to fight back in your own life, is bring to the American people ethical doctors. So, <laughs> so this year, we are going to be launching the Gold Care Health and Wellness Centers. This will be medicine practiced ethically and honorably. Let me tell you just one very banal reason why you need ethical doctors. I mean, we know this, but just, this is just one example. The CDC published the true facts about shots in young people. 
I don't know if anybody caught this. It's literally on the CDC homepage. A young person who took the shot is more likely to get COVID. <laughs> you can't make this up. <laughs> we suspected that this would be the case, and for this and so many other reasons out of the gate, AFLDS tried hard to stop the shots in young people. In May 2021, we filed our first lawsuits, and it was aimed at stopping the shots for people aged 12 to 15. So first off, you have propaganda from the government and either propaganda, stupidity, or lying from the doctor to the patient because doctors all over the nation were telling the mommies and daddies, give this to your kids. And I could cry. But in many ways, this article that was reporting the CDC information was published in JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, one of the most prestigious journals in the world. I cannot even say prestigious medical journal anymore, and it's head trippy for a woman who spent the whole life in, the, you know, in medicine. So on this subject that's even more concerning, and this is the lesson for you, this article discusses the shots in that same young group. I'm going to read you some quotes directly from that article. They concluded that, quote, amongst children and adolescents, estimated vaccine efficacy for two doses of Pfizer was modest and decreased rapidly. They saw, they measured, they checked. Oh, looks like it's not working. So they reported that, right? Because they're scientists. But here's the shocking, scary, sad, tragic, frightening part. And I say this with all the force of my working in hospitals for more than 25 years. While the researchers correctly observed and calculated that the shots don't work and that they lose effectiveness almost immediately, that's good, right? It would be at this point, if it was you at your job, you would have said to, you know, hey boss, I'm sorry. Hey, let's try something else. This thing didn't work, right? That's what you would have said. But no, these doctors, either too arrogant or too educated to admit their errors, here is what they say in the same article where they say it doesn't work. Quote, given the well-established pattern of waning mRNA effectiveness after two doses and evidence of waning of booster dose protection, monitoring the duration of protection from booster doses will be important. Meaning, you gotta do tests, you gotta check, you gotta check levels, this is insane. They also said the findings support, quote, efforts to increase vaccination coverage in children and adolescents. I, I just have to pause. Doctors, educated, the elite, overwhelmingly are the problem. I think that's why they hate me so much. Because I'm supposed to be one of them. But I'm a human being first. Okay? <laughs> the doctors have either lost their minds or their humility. The first time I spoke publicly in a church, I said this is a spiritual battle. It has become more obvious since I've said it. This is not normal. These doctors and scientists have become deaf, dumb, and blind to reality, and that's not normal. And you need to observe that. Doctors never used to act this way. What's going on? People need to find a new way forward. And goldcare.com is that way. I'm gonna share with you a little bit of information how Gold Care is going to work. And I just wanna say that I had a very good life prior to two years ago. Like, I didn't need to do this. That's the truth. I have a vision of how we can fix healthcare. It, was, it came to me many years ago before the pandemic. But I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm here to give you a way forward. The medicine aspect of it is a tool that you need. Faith is what people really need, but it's hard sometimes as a human being just to rely solely on faith. It would be nice to get some actual 
factual information that could help you, you know, to support and bolster your faith. And that's really what doctors should be doing. You all know the facts, but COVID was a problem if you were frail, right? It, that was the problem, which, by the way, is true of everything, right? It's true of everything. I've had older sick patients, I've had a couple in my career, not many, who've died from a cold. I mean, that sounds ludicrous, right? But if you're 88 years old and you have bad emphysema and bronchiectasis and you get a cold, it could end up being fatal. That doesn't mean colds are fatal, right? So they should have just let doctors be doctors. And then they, they, they kind of pull the wool over your eyes. And even if you're a person of faith, it's difficult. It's difficult. So I see as my mission, yes, to make sure you can have access to good doctors, but for me it's a freedom mission, it's a spiritual mission, and so that's what the reason we're doing this. And I'll just go off script a little bit and say that it's changed a lot how we're doing it. To bring the most speed and availability to people, we're rolling this out first as national telemedicine. Because if there's one question I get a lot, it's, Dr. Gold, do you have a doctor in my area? <laughs> like, that's, that's the question I get a lot. So we're opening up tel national telemedicine. Everything about it will be different. And the other thing, I won't talk about it so much here, but you can't feed the beast. The beast is insurance, okay? So, uh, you know, if anybody asks me, do we take insurance, and I, and I ignore you, and I'm rude, now you know why. Stop feeding the beast. So we'll educate people as we go along. I've seen so many examples of insurance companies actively working against your interests. I've seen it all my career, quite frankly, but it was really bad during COVID. Specifically, Medicare incentive, hospitals were incentivized on Medicare patients to put you on remdesivir, and if you were on remdesivir and not on ivermectin, you got a bonus, a financial bonus. This I really can't wrap my head around because it's one thing if they're trying to sell remdesivir, a terrible medicine, but why would you put in that you can't take ivermectin? That's sinister. That's, sin that, that's not just a financial motivation, Gilead pressuring, lobbying to sell remdesivir, right? Why? Why did they say you couldn't take ivermectin? All for the last like, year, I mean, it's over now, but I was teaching people how to smuggle ivermectin into their loved ones. Like one of my best ones is bring, bring them a, a teddy bear and you have a little ribbon tied around and the, and the meds are in there. Like I was telling people how to smuggle an ivermectin to the face. It's ludicrous. Okay, so you need doctors who are not gonna lie to you. That's our goal, great. America's Frontline Doctors also has a citizen corps. Citizen corps is where you learn how to fight effectively in your neighborhood, in your own life. We put you in touch with like-minded neighbors. This is invaluable when you need to go to the school board or city council meetings, because local leaders actually determine the amount of freedom you have in your daily life. I just moved from California to Florida. You have, <laughs> right? The difference is palpable. And then I, I'm now in Chicago, and I have to tell you, it's, it's obviously better than it was when I was here last year, but it's, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. So local leaders is really important. So you need citizen corps people because you might want to go to a school board meeting or a city council meeting and you might not want to go alone. So citizen corps puts you together. We also just started kind of a youth division because you know, for many years, let's face it, there's been a war on healthy masculinity. You all know this. This makes sense to our enemies because if you eliminate healthy masculinity, a society becomes very easy to conquer. I say no. We need strong, righteous young men as role models and leaders. So if you know any like that in your life, you go to our website, aflds.org lions. Have them check it out. Find other like-minded young males like themselves. It's open to women too, but there really is a war on, on healthy masculinity. 
So in closing, I just urge you to do three things. Please become a subscriber to americasfrontlinedoctors.org or aflds.org. We are a nonprofit, and joining is free, and everything is free. But of course, you need paid monthly members to continue to be effective. Look closely at how you're spending your money. If you are supporting any organizations that do not fight for your values, you should tithe AFLDS instead. Did your church stay open during lockdowns? Did your school mask the kids? Stop feeding the beast. We fight for your con, right? You know, a word about churches. If you've seen the, the article, I, I, I'm going to mess up the numbers, but churches were incentivized financially on the shots. Those churches need to be out of business. I'm going to quote a good friend of mine because I have to give credit where credit's due, and I heard a sermon he said, and he said there's a lot of people these days who think God is prominent, prominent in my life. Like I go to church and I, and I pray and, and it's very important to me and they're very like outward about it. And then there's the people who acknowledge that God is preeminent. And I don't want to be with people where God is prominent. I want to be with people where God is preeminent. And if God is preeminent, you're not taking money from the government to give an experimental shot to people who don't want it. So, so we empower you to help you with right, the uncensored news, the strategic litigation, etc. So those are the ways you can reach us. Third, put yourself on the waiting list for goldcare.com. Thank you. Dr. Simone Gold, the founder of America's Frontline Doctors and the author of the best-selling book, I Do Not Consent, My Fight Against Medical Cancel Culture. Dr. Gold gave her presentation during a special Illinois Family Institute forum hosted by Jubilee Bible Church, Medina, Illinois. Go to IllinoisFamily.org for other events you might like to attend. Please support the work of IFI. All donations are tax deductible. And tell your family and friends about Illinois Family Spotlight. Until next time, stay healthy, stay active, and God bless. For more information about Illinois Family Spotlight, visit ifiaction.org. And to email questions and comments, do so at feedback at ifiaction.org.